successful media and public affairs consultant, accomplished entrepreneur and national writer and contributor, attorney who served in the Missouri House of Representatives, worked in the White House and CNN, thought leader, entrepreneur, and host who takes the conversation to the next level. Prepare to get rare access to fascinating guests. You're connected. You have the it factor. You've joined Grill Nation. Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show. And online at GrillNationShow.com. Welcome your host of Grill Nation. Always dressed up and ready to go even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello and welcome to the Grill Nation Show. I'm your host Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us today on 980 AM or on Apple Podcasts or on our website GrillNationShow.com. I hope you had a great break uh, over uh, the uh, holiday season and are excited for 2021 and everything that's going to happen here in our region and in uh, Kansas City throughout the next year. I'm excited for it and I hope you are too. I want to thank you again for listening. Uh, however you listen, every every show has been, for the most part, has gotten a pretty good response. People seem to be enjoying our guests and uh, really kind of liking the information that they're bringing to the show each and every week. You connect with me on social media, on Twitter, at Jason Grill, or at Grill Nation Show, or you can connect with me on other social medias. Just search for Jason Grill. Again, thank you for joining us today on today's show. Um, we are very excited to have on Megan Sturgis Stanfield, who's the CEO and president of Junior Achievement of Greater Kansas City. The website is greaterkansascity.ja.org. Did I get that right, Megan? Yep, that's right. And she, uh, Junior Achievement of Greater Kansas City brings businesses back to the classroom by connecting students to mentors and programs which promote financial literacy, inspire entrepreneurship, and prepare students K-12 through for success in a 21st century workplace. By providing classrooms with business and community volunteers in a hands-on learning environment, they equip Kansas City's next generation with the skills they need for a prosperous future. Uh, I want to welcome in Megan Sturgis Stanfield, CEO and President of Junior Achievement of Greater Kansas City. How are you, Megan? I'm great, Jason. Thanks for having me. For our listeners who don't know you or, or what you do, kind of give us a little background on yourself, and then we'll kind of break into kind of what you do with Junior Achievement and, and preview that because we're going to be talking about some exciting new uh, things that you're doing in 2021. But let's get to know you first. So you're a K-State grad, is that right? I am tried and true, bleeding purple in this blood since since I was born. I I am a Kansas City uh, transplant, but I call it home now. I actually grew up in Salina, Kansas, not too far down the I-70 path. And I, I've actually been working in the nonprofit sector um, since I graduated from K-State. I, I actually knew from a very early age, I think it was around third or fourth grade, that really wanted to be in some form of helping profession. But blood and, and healthcare things made me really squeamish, so I knew that that was not an option and didn't want to be a teacher because many people in my family have taken that path. And so I sat down with my college counselor and decided, like, hey, maybe we just look at kind of a general nonprofit opportunity. And I've had so many opportunities across my 17-year career now, um, lots of opportunities to grow as a professional to really help people in Kansas City and and this is not a job for me at Junior Achievement. It's truly my passion. It's lifeblood. It's, it really fulfills me in so many ways. And so not very many people can say they love to get up and go to work every day. But 
I am truly uh, blessed and honored to be able to say that every day for the last seven years of junior achievement. Seven years. And you mentioned before, you, you've kind of been in this world of being executive director or president of, of dealing with children in a nonprofit setting. What what have you learned throughout that journey? I mean, I, you know, it seems to me you became kind of a leader at a very young age. Yeah, I, I really have to thank my parents. They instilled some pretty amazing skills early on and modeled a lot of that for me. But I've learned that, you know, there are a number of uh, systems in our world that are really broken and don't always have, you know, kids' best interests at heart. Uh, but kids all have these aspirational goals and dreams. And so we've really tried to remove, remove the word at risk or kind of the attribute, you know, when we're talking about kids, really the haves and, and quite frankly, the have nots, because all of them come into the world ready to learn. They're hungry. They're excited for their future. But not everyone's on an equal and level playing field. And so I've really kind of taken it as my role and passion. Like, how can we equal that playing field for as many kids as possible? Because they're not they're never too old or too young, quite frankly, to change the trajectory for their future. And it, it's it's scary, you know, how many systems are not necessarily supporting them right now. But what I have learned is that there are so many amazing people in our community that care about kids that with that, we will overcome those and that we just we can't give up on them. Our kids really are the greatest asset for our future and they're ready and excited. We just have to empower them along their journey. You mentioned um, your, your family is a long line of teachers. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So you wanted to do something similar with children to help advance them, but but not actually be in the classroom every day. Yeah, correct. Really and and ironically, my yeah. my dad is a, an accountant. So when I had the per opportunity to you know lead the junior achievement team, where we really infuse an education ecosystem around the, the presence of financial literacy and economic empowerment. It's like this was the perfect role for me. And this is what my parents were curating me for, you know, for many, many years. But I still love to go into the classroom. I um, just am not really ready to be in the classroom every day, but have tremendous respect for teachers who do that. Particularly in these in this last year, they have um, worked tirelessly to make sure that our kids are getting some form of formal education no matter where that's happening. Now, did you, um, when you started at, at Junior Achievement, were you uh, the president or did you did you have other roles? No, I, I came in as the president. Uh, a mentor of mine reached out and said, hey, uh, this organization that I'm part of is looking for a leader. They're looking for the right leader. Um, when I came into Junior Achievement, things were not necessarily in, in the best place that they could be from a balance sheet and awareness and, and impact. And so they they think they were excited to bring somebody in, you know, with a new lens, a new perspective. And so I, I had been in a similar role helping kind of in an early literacy space and grew that organization. And so when this opportunity presented itself, it, it was a challenge and I, I never shy away from a challenge. I actually kind of secretly love them and, and love to overcome those many obstacles. Um, but no, I was new, but definitely have found an amazing family and, you know, beyond just the Kansas City network of junior achievement, you know, I get to work across the country with passionate people who've been doing this for decades. And, and it's amazing just the support and um, leadership opportunities that have presented to me with the national and global organization, but really the work that we're doing is impacting the Kansas City.
I want to get into kind of what Junior Achievement is in our next segment and kind of all the different programs and services and, and kind of why entrepreneurship and why financial preparedness is important. But I also want to tease before we go to break here, we have about a minute left in the segment, um, what you're doing with this Youth Learning Lab. Uh, don't get into it too much, but it's, it's based upon Exchange City, which we all probably know and love from our past. At least I yeah. do. Yeah, uh, let's just say that the power of experiential learning is tried and true, but it was time to innovate. So Junior Achievement's taking a leap to figure out how we can really help prepare kids through some fun experiential learning for life beyond the classroom. Awesome, and uh, we're going to get into that. So if you're listening and you went to Exchange City as a child and have memories from that experience, uh, you're going to want to listen to the show because... What, what Megan is doing and what Junior Achievement is doing is taking it to the next level. Uh, and so we're going to get all into that here on the Grill Nation Show today. We appreciate you joining us on 980 AM or if you're listening on podcasts or on our website, grillnationshow.com. I'm your host, Jason Grill. We'll be right back after the break. Thank you so much. If I could grant you one wish, I wish you could see Nation show. I'm your host, Jason Grill. I appreciate you joining us again today on 980 AM or on podcasts or on our website, grillnationshow.com, where I'll post all of our guest information as well as all of our shows. Again, today we're joined by Megan Sturgis Stanfield, who is the CEO and president of Junior Achievement of Greater Kansas City. Their website is greaterkansascity.ja.org. Megan, um, Great first segment. I want to talk to you now about Junior Achievement. Uh, I went to your website, and there's just so many things that you guys do to inspire and prepare young people in our community to succeed. Let's kind of first go over the background of the organization. I, you mentioned you have, uh, you know, friends in other cities that, that do similar things. But what what is what is what is Junior Achievement, and how how do you guys impact young people in our in our region? Yeah, Junior Achievement is a, a century-old global uh, nonprofit organization that has been reaching out across the, the globe, quite frankly, to help inspire kids. And so it started as a vision with uh, AT&T way back in 1919 and has obviously gone through a number of evolutions as we have you know, grown and um, developed as a, as a nation. The United States is obviously the largest um, entity of junior achievement, serving uh, over 4 million um, students a year. But we're, we're a small part of that here in Kansas City. So we have really tackled an opportunity where schools are challenged to provide more than math, science, and reading. They've already got so many challenges ahead of them. And so we really step in and, and try to be a solution provider. How do we help kids understand, you know, financial literacy, economic empowerment, entrepreneurship, career exposure, all these things that are critical life skills that will help kids connect math, science, and reading to really what they want to achieve and aspire to be as adults and, and contributing members of our community when they reach that point. Yeah, I think it's interesting because you just said math and science. We hear about a lot of that innovation, and, mm -hmm. but 
but I don't know if we don't hear as much about preparing people for financial uh, literacy and entrepreneurship. At least we haven't. And so now you guys address that and you do that at all levels, right? K through 12. We do. Yeah. So we, we like to think about we're planting, you know, early seeds of inspiration. So in our kindergarten program, we're really looking at the basics of life. What's a need versus a want? And I will tell you, you know, there are thousands of adults that I interact with on a regular basis that are still challenged to, to understand those concepts of need versus want. But then we really develop the lessons and the conversations um, from, you know, fifth grade, eighth grade, ninth grade, 12th grade, really to meet the kids where they are and helping them take a deeper dive into some, you know, critical lessons. Like we know that check writing is probably not going to be a thing of the future, but how do kids understand it's money in, money out concepts? And you can't just keep going and swiping your card and buying whatever if you really don't have the resources to do that. And so we're really trying to help kids, you know, with every phase of their academic journey, connect the dots to how is this going to help you later on in life? Because quite frankly, that's the motivation, that's the inspiration kids want and need. They don't necessarily care about fractions, but how are fractions going to be part of their life? later on down the road. And so that's really where Junior Achievements found our, our niche by bringing in those experiential learning opportunities to say, here's how you're gonna use fractions in the real world. And what is it that you wanna achieve? And let's help you get to that goal later on down the road. Yeah, and you guys, if you go to the website, greaterkansascity.j.org, there is so many different speaker series and, and models and classes and on economics and, um, communications, business communications, which is interesting. And, you know, there's just so many different things. How, how do you, how do you, how do you connect with students or how, how do you connect with people that want to get involved with this? Because I can tell you that there is such a need for what you guys do. And I know that you're, you're touching a ton of different people in our community, but um, I mean, how many times have we seen people have issues with a lot of these things and maybe they don't know about junior achievement? or their kids don't know about it. I mean, how do you connect with the folks that need to be connected with? So we, we have pretty robust partnerships with a number of school districts across the region. Um, you know, we are limited in resources. So we have given kind of first priority to those kids who have maybe a, a tougher hill to climb just because of the, the systems, the circumstances that they were born into. But really, it truly does take a village. So Junior Achievement is a conduit through the school districts, but it's really our empowered army of 1,200 plus volunteers that are truly the magic that happens, right? The volunteers across the community come from corporations, their retirees, their parents, their former educators who really just care about kids and see that this is a really critical element to a well-rounded academic experience. And so they're reaching out. As we grow, and as you've mentioned, you know, some exciting things on the horizon, it's going to take as many volunteers as possible to make that happen. And so we're just eager. We want to connect with people on social. If you care about kids, if you've seen challenges or wish you would have had this type of experience when you were in school, we want to talk to you. So we've got a variety of ways for people to plug in, whether it's sharing mentorship and advice, whether it's talking about their career journey, maybe you just don't have time, but you want to make a donation to ensure that a, a student can continue to participate in the program. Number of different ways, but 
really it comes in all shapes and sizes and truly this it takes a village approach to make sure that kids are are really prepared and excited for their future man I, i'm motivated by this because it's entrepreneurship it's economics i was an economics major and now i'm uh i do a lot with entrepreneurs and with businesses so this is really cool um i can't believe i've never volunteered or been on the board or done something with you over the years i know i've been to some of the events at some points where you recognize a lot of the standouts mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, i know i went to one of those a few years ago but uh but you guys do so much and what how how did the last year 2020 when we were off air we were talking a little bit about tough you know coming back out of 2020 you know how did you as an organization kind of adjust with covid and all the things happening to continue to provide these services for um for all of the k-12 through folks who need it in our region yeah, I mean, nothing like a global pandemic to force some much needed innovation into your your organization. So we have predominantly been what we call kind of a paper-based organization. You know, kids really learn best when they can play games, they can touch things, they can fill out worksheets, you know, they can do some role playing. Well, obviously that was completely wiped away when March and April kids were forced back home to learning and for many of them didn't even have digital connectivity for months. So it really, it was an opportunity. We, yes, it wasn't a challenge, but we're really looking at it as kind of a silver lining. Like it allowed us an opportunity and forced us to prioritize 21st century innovation. So we were able to pivot completely to a digital platform for all of our K-12 programs, but also found unique ways to connect with new volunteers, because what we heard over and over again is that, God, I want to help JA, but time is just like, it's a precious commodity. And so driving to a school, driving back to work or home, like that, you know, depending on where you're coming from in the city, yeah. that can yeah. eat up 45 to 60 minutes of your day. And when you're already pressed for time, it's really hard. So it really allowed us to innovate. And quite frankly, I think JA was a, a lifeblood for many teachers and school districts because it was a fun way to keep kids engaged, those kids who were online, while they were trying to figure out how do we teach math, how do we teach reading through this remote environment. And so we've heard from a number of teachers, superintendents, district leaders that you, know, you guys really stepped up and helped us at least keep some form of intentional learning happening, even though it wasn't traditional academics. And so Yes, a really hard year. I mean, I can't imagine being an eight or 10 year old trying to learn from your, your kitchen table through a, a device that may have connectivity and it may not. But we were really grateful for the opportunity and have pivoted, which I think will position us to really continue to grow and evolve at, at a rate that the world is evolving to help us really keep kids interested and, and excited about business ownership and starting an adventure and understanding the power of economics. Megan Sturgis Stanfield, CEO and President of Junior Achievement in Greater Kansas City. We have about two minutes left in our segment. In segment three, we're going to talk all about BizTown, which is uh, when, when Megan and her team reached out and I connected with them, that was the, the major story. And we're going to go all through that. But I want to, I want to kind of, before we spend a whole segment on that, kind of talk about, um, you have a business hall of fame. What, what is that? Yeah. I mean, Kansas City is become an amazing city because of very innovative entrepreneurs and business leaders who have stepped up to really make positive change. And so as an inspiration, you know, and as these are individuals, these are leaders, these are entrepreneurs who are inspiring the next generation of kids who want to do that, we have found an opportunity to recognize their accomplishments, connect kids to stories of entrepreneurship and innovation, 
in a manner that helps raise support, you know, volunteers, financial um, commitments to help JA continue our mission. And so in 2020, ironically, we celebrated the 20th anniversary of our Hall of Fame and inducted three um, incredible teams into the Business Hall of Fame who will, you know, come to life in our new facility and kids will really get to learn about these leadership stories. And, and also, you know, not just about all of the success, but learn about some of the challenges and failures that entrepreneurs experience, because that's the real life of an entrepreneur. And so want to just really recognize and thank and, and celebrate the accomplishments of entrepreneurship throughout our region. That's awesome. And it's a very good, good, strong list of business leaders. And you've partnered up with a lot of uh, area businesses uh, in your endeavors, which we'll talk about in our next segment. Megan Sturgis Stanfield is our guest today, CEO and President of Junior Achievement of Greater Kansas City. Their website is greaterkansascity.ja.org. When we get back, we're going to talk about BizTown, break it down, what it is, what it looks like, where it's located, when it's opening, you know, reminisce a little bit about Exchange City, maybe what we did there, what stories we've heard about it. And uh, no, I was not the mayor of Exchange City when I did it. I, uh, I'll get into what I did at Exchange City after the break. If you're listening to Real Nation Show on 980 AM. We'll be right back. Show. I am your host, Jason. If you're listening today on 980 AM or on podcast, you can also listen on nationshow.com, our website. Awesome show today with Megan Sturgis Stanfield, who's the CEO and president of Junior Achievement of Greater Kansas City. The website is greaterkansascity.ja.org. Megan, welcome back. I want to talk to you about your youth learning lab and what that is. And uh, let's break into that immediately. Uh, what What is it? What are you guys doing with Learning Lab that I've been hearing so much about? Yeah, well, many thanks to our uh, presenting sponsor, Peter and Veronica Malouk and the Malouk Family Foundation. The Youth Learning Lab came to life. So it's a 22,000 square foot uh, facility that's going to be home to the Junior Achievement Kansas City headquarters and also house three new programs that we're launching in Kansas City that will help put kids on their, their path to future success in careers, entrepreneurship, and quite frankly, just curating really amazing Kansas Cityans. Our signature program is JA BizTown, presented by our amazing friends at Community America Credit Union. There's going to be a career center and also a youth innovation center. Megan, what kind of the three... Uh, programs that you have inside this new endeavor you've taken on? So three programs. Our signature program is JA BizTown, um, presented by our friends at Community America Credit Union. And then we're also opening two new experiences. One is going to be a career center, and the other is a youth innovation center. We're really looking to um, help inspire kids, particularly in that middle school, upper elementary and middle school period, um, so they're really kind of ready to tackle some of the experiences in high school. Where is this located? We are, um, our new home, the Youth Learning Lab, will be in Kansas City, Kansas, in a, an up-and-coming shopping uh, development at the corner of 47th and Mission. So if you've ever stood in the notorious line to get 
Oklahoma Joe's barbecue out of the original gas station or spent some time on the Taco Republic patio, we are right next door. I used to exchange city, right? That's what I did. Exchange city, fourth mm -hmm. grade. I was, I worked at the bank. I wrote checks. What, talk us through BizTown. I want to know all of town and what's it going to look like? Yeah, so we were really inspired by the amazing late Exchange City. When we found out that Exchange City was no longer operating in our region, we knew that we had to do something to step up and fill the void. So JA Biztown is a simulated city run by kids. And so these kids will get a chance to take on various roles. Um, but unlike Exchange City, our simulated city is completely branded with Kansas City iconic organizations. And so instead of being the uh, banker, you'll be the financial services representative at Community America Credit Union, or you're going to be the marketing specialist at Price Chopper, or a number of different career opportunities kids will get to explore. But then, you know, they're going to take that hard-earned money from their paychecks and become consumers in a simulated city. So they'll get to buy services, purchase goods and snacks and maybe even consider a charitable contribution, whether it's their time or an actual financial gift. And then thirdly, the kids really get to experience kind of Kansas City's rules of engagement. There still will be a mayor that will be elected and kids will understand, you know, what are what are the rules, what are the, the unspoken, you know, policies and how do you really just show up and really be a great Kansas Cityan and take care of this amazing community that we've created. Who are your partners in this endeavor? Yeah, I know so, there's a lot. You mentioned storefronts and companies that you actually have people work for Kansas City's inside of BizTown. Yeah, we, we made a pretty bold decision when we started this initiative that what's going to be in the best interest of our kids is to really showcase and highlight Kansas City homegrown and local organizations. So what we have done is reached out to some pretty amazing partners who have committed and said, yes, we want to invest in kids. And so currently, as we build out our simulated city in J.A. BizTown, we have the following partners who have stepped up to, to create kind of innovative mock storefronts or businesses inside. So Community America Credit Union, Price Chopper, Children's Mercy, Barclay, Evergy, KCPBS, J.E. Dunn, Hallmark, and Unified Government, the city of Kansas City and Wyandotte County will serve as our city hall sponsor. So I'll be working an actual thing I've heard of, and not just a, uh, yeah. a, yeah. a thing that I, concept. Yeah, a concept of a bank versus a concept of, hey, I actually work at Community America, and this is where I go and, you know, cash my paycheck, get out money to spend, you know, learn and understand about planning for my financial future. It's really, it becomes a lot more tangible for the kids when then they leave the facility and it's like, oh, wait. I can then go to these real life places and, and understand a little bit more and in, in a deeper opportunity to the career, the what can you purchase here? And for a lot of our kids, particularly in our urban core, they don't get access and exposure to many of these businesses. So it's really a way to bring Kansas City to them in a fun, innovative way. And again, the, um, it's a 22,000 square foot incubator. Yeah, really, we're, we're incubating the future entrepreneurs, the future business leaders, and it, we want to make it into really a kid-centric, fun environment. And so, yes, it's intentional learning. Yes, it's during the, the school day, it will be considered, you know, a, a field trip. But 
these kids are going to leave super motivated and excited and energized to just keep striving towards those goals and, and really fulfilling their greatest potential, whatever that may look like for each individual. Megan, you guys have had to raise some money to put this together. Can you tell us about kind of the capital campaign that you're underway and, and what you've raised and what you need to raise to make BizTown uh, a complete reality? Yeah, absolutely. So we made a, a really bold decision pre-pandemic to raise $8 million to bring the Youth Learning Lab to life and launch these three new signature programs. Well, we were very grateful for many Kansas Cityans who stepped up, you know, early on in the endeavor, Sunderland Family, Community America Credit Union, Hall Family Foundation, just to name a few. And we are 84% to our goal. And so we have a number of things that are in the pipeline right now as we launch 2021 and expect to wrap up this campaign here in the next couple of months and, and really just start on the next phase of how do we just continue to curate and raise the support to keep the facility alive and well moving forward. What is your target date to open, um, to open BizTown? Yeah, we are wrapping up construction this month. And so we anticipate, fingers crossed and COVID pending, that we can welcome students into JA BizTown for the experience sometime mid to late April with full-fledged launch at the start of this next school year in uh, 21-22. That's awesome. Uh, Megan Surges Stanfield is our guest today, CEO and President of Junior Achievement of Greater Kansas City, greaterkansascity.ja.org. Megan, if someone does want to get involved with BizTown or with the, the Learning Lab, um, how can they get involved from a, from a volunteer standpoint, a fundraising standpoint, a uh, you're trying to obviously build probably more partners with the Kansas City companies. How can people do that? Yeah, there, there's a wide variety, whether you want to give 30 minutes of your time or you want to make a $25 donation to you want to make a significant investment and get your company and your associates completely involved. Or maybe you're just a parent. And you're like, hey, I want my kid to go to this experience. I had such a great time at Exchange City. I want them to do that. Really, what we'd encourage people to do is reach out, go to our website, find us on social media and just say, hey, I want to learn more. Email me, call me directly. You know, we'll set up an opportunity to figure out, you know, how you want to show up, how you want to support and be involved because we've got so many different opportunities. But definitely still looking for some some sponsors to build out our simulated day uh, biz town, but also looking for other partners to help us bring the innovation in the career center to life as well. So ample opportunity to give your time, give your treasure, and just quite frankly, become a JA champion and an ambassador to help us make this a reality very soon. Are people able to, at some point, tour the facility um, or see kind of what you've built in that 22,000 square foot area right next to, right next to Joe's KC and to, uh, I guess, Taco Republic? Yes, absolutely. So we anticipate we'll be starting some opportunities to do socially distanced uh, tours upon the completion of construction. So if people want to follow us or sign up to get our newsletter, we're going to do um, periodic updates and sign ups of when people can come and do a tour, uh, probably starting in early February. So really, really close to getting, you know, that sneak peek of the facility before it opens to the general public. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I, I, I remember the day vividly when I did Exchange City. I don't remember where I was uh, or where the location is. I'm sure you know that. Um, I, I do remember kind of um, 
just all the different things. Now, the day alone, is it is it a full day? I don't remember. I, I, I'm trying to remember. You know, it was in fourth grade. I'm pretty old now. But <laughs> what does the timing look like for students yeah. on that day? Yeah, so it is, it's a full day field trip. The kids will come, they will have lunch at the facility, and then we will make sure they're back at the school for buses to get them back home for the end of the day. But prior to coming to the field trip, there's a lot of intentional learning that happens. So teachers are going to partner with Junior Achievement and deliver about 12 to 13 lessons in advance. So this is really intentional learning. These kids will have applied for jobs. They will have gone through the campaign process to elect a mayor. They will have begun to figure out, you know, what they need as far as budgets and earnings, you know, to live the quality of life that they desire. So there's a lot of learning and experience and exposure that goes into it before they come for the actual day-long experience at the If you're a, a teacher, a student, a leader in the business community or Somebody associated with this, I mean, I can't tell you how impactful it is. It was to me and to a lot of my friends in, in grade school at St. Therese up north at the time to go through this program. Uh, I'm very excited that you're bringing it back uh, under the J.A. BizTown moniker. Um, just so cool. And there's more information on your website. Again, I've given the long form website, but you can also go to jagkc.org, jagkc.org and connect with Megan and her team there and learn more about it. We'll be right back after the break with more Grill Nation show. Thank you to Megan Sturgis-Stanfield for joining us today, CEO and President of Junior Achievement of Greater Kansas City. to our final segment of today's Grill Nation show. Thanks for joining us again today. I really appreciate it. And thanks for connecting with me as always on social media at Jason Grill on Twitter. Or if you just want to email me, you can shoot me an email at grillnationshow at gmail.com. If you'd like to be a sponsor of our show or if you'd like to uh, if you'd like to be on the show or you have a great guest for the show, just connect with me at grillnationshow at gmail.com. Megan Sturgis Stanfield is our guest, CEO and president of Junior Achievement of Can Greater Kansas City. Their website is jagkc.org. Megan, I've shortened that. I know I've, I've given out another website earlier. Do those both go to the same spot? They sure do. Yes. Okay, and, at Junior Achievement, we love acronyms. So we also yeah. have that acronym website so people don't have to type in all of the other stuff. But yeah, it all gets there. Yeah, you can either go to greaterkansascity.ja.org or to jagkc.org to learn more about the exciting work that they're doing. Megan, I want to talk a little bit more about you and your 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 role and uh, your leadership and your journey. What you've been there now, I guess what about six or seven years? What what has been your proudest moment as president of Junior Achievement of Greater Kansas City? When you presented this in kind of the the pre conversation stuff, I really had to think hard about it. But I think the one really monumental, you know, pivotal moment for myself as a leader, but also the organization was when the board trusted me, trusted the vision um, in December of 2018, and said yes. Let's do this project. Let's commit to raise $8 million. Let's really put our stamp on how we help kids get ready for the future. And, you know, it was it was a risk. It was a gamble. It was the largest adventure we'd ever tackled within the organization's history. And lucky for us, you know, with planning and support, it's, it's paying off dividends. But 
I think that, you know, in my career, in my time of junior achievement, that's probably one of the most exciting, memorable experiences, like sitting in that boardroom. That was back when we could still be in person and, and have real life board meetings. And you know, I, I kind of held my breath as the, as the board went to a vote. It was almost unanimous that they were all in to make this and, and they just stepped up in incredible ways. And so I think that was that was a moment that I will absolutely never forget. Megan, what is one word to describe you as a, as a person or as a leader and one word to describe junior achievement? I, I had to ask my team because I was like, I don't know. What would people say about me? And so it, it was surprising to see the responses that the team shared. But overarching the word that they said they would use to describe me is fear. So I um, think, you know, that I am, I'm passionate, I'm driven, you know, I'm willing to try new things and, you know, just ne never settling for anything. And so that, that really, I think does resonate, you know, with kind of my leadership style and, and my personality. And then when we talked about, you know, what's one word for junior achievement that would describe us, we really said pivotal, you know, not only are we able to, you know, innovate and change and grow, but we're providing opportunities that are pivotal, life-changing moments. For kids, and so really that that word encompass, you know, does kind of sum up the work and the personality and the culture of junior achievement as an artist. I'd like to finish my segment with the best for last and uh, or the show, and these are kind of some of the the questions I try to ask most of our guests. One of one that is is always been one of my favorites, and I always seem to learn from this. And it's very simple. It's simply just what what is the best advice you've ever received in your life, whether it's personal, professional, or in your career. Um, that has really kind of driven you to to kind of be successful or to 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 kind of create a, a cleaner journey for you. Or how, what would you what would you point to as best advice you've ever received? Yeah. So when I was when I was young, my dad always told me, you know, you have to look out for you because nobody else is doing that. You know your best intentions. You know what you want. And so sometimes that means you're going to have to make difficult decisions and, and maybe pass up opportunities or say no to other things. He goes, but you have to put yourself first. And so that really has resonated with me, you know, throughout my my personal life, through my professional career. And, and now as I lead an organization, you know, I am putting myself first, but in the best interest of the organization. You know, how do we make sure that the kids are front and center of everything that we do? You know, this last year, how do I make sure that my team are taking care of them? Because I know if they are showing up and being their best, then that puts me in a position where I'm gonna be my best. And so it really has been, you know, everybody has to be their greatest champion and advocate. And if you continue to believe in yourself and, and make good decisions and things will truly you know, happen as they are supposed to. That's interesting. I like how you kind of framed that up. I didn't know where you were going to go with that one. Mm -hmm. uh, putting yourself first. You know, that is something that you've been able to do, it sounds like, but also do in a, a role that is basically giving back in, to the community and to, um, to kids. Yeah, I, I try to do it in an unselfish manner, right? I mean, of course, I need to take care of me because I know that I have a lot of responsibility, right, to lead a team, to be a, a solution provider, to kind of serve as the face of this organization. But, you know, we all have to take care of ourselves. And that has, I think, really been um, exacerbated in 2020, you know, not only from, you know, your personal and professional development, but physically taking care of yourself and setting appropriate boundaries. Because if we aren't taking care of ourselves and we can't show up and be the best person that we can be and our kids are counting on us, our kids are counting on us. And, and this is hard work, even though we're not necessarily on the front lines, you know, dealing with, you know, emergency, you know, 
assistance and in the healthcare crisis, but we're really investing in long-term and, and that's a long game and that takes a long time to reach those goals. And so we need to make sure that each and every one of us is, is really taking care of ourselves and, and putting all of our needs, you know, at the forefront. Because when we're, we're good, everything else just kind of takes shape and falls into place. And, and quite frankly, working in the, the environment that we do, we get so much back. Like I never leave the, the office, whatever that may look like now, without some kind of heartwarming story or appreciation from a teacher. And I will tell you, you know, that just fuels you to go even further, work harder, and, and to show up Megan, uh, just one or two more. What you know, this you're gonna have to brag on yourself a little bit, or maybe not. What What is your biggest accomplishment in your career thus far, or your biggest failure? You know, I think I think my biggest accomplishment was just recently. You know, 2020 was hard, and nonprofits, you know, would in in a day we didn't know what was gonna happen. You know, from March to April, and you know, I'm really proud and I'm very honored that we have not had to make any reductions in the workforce to junior achievement. We did not have to stop or pause any of our programming. Did it show up and look differently? Yes. But, you know, I, I successfully led this organization through one of the hardest years of, in our history, you know, on top of continuing to raise money for a capital campaign that, you know, we weren't sure was going to finish. And so, you know, just really kind of flexing my leadership skills and and being willing to try some new things and, and showing up in 2020 in new and different ways. But we've entered 2021 with the greatest momentum and, and anticipation of exciting things on the horizon than I ever expected. And so I just surviving and leading effectively in 2020 has probably been one of my greatest accomplishments. Well, I'm excited about the future for you, and I'm excited about the future for Junior Achievement of Greater Kansas City. I, I'm super stoked for the Youth Learning the youth learning Lab. Obviously, people can check that out, jagkc.org. Also, it's very excited about BizTown um, coming back. JBizTown, the old, the innovative, the new, the, the fresh, the cool, you name it. Old school Exchange City coming back. I never asked you this, but when did Exchange City close? Do we even know that? Yeah, it's been three to four years now, I believe. I, I don't recall the day that my phone rang for some fifth grade teachers that were like, uh, they're not answering their phone. What do we do? And I said, I don't know. We're, we're not, you know, part of that organization, but let me see what I can find out. And, you know, after some, some researching that looked like, you know, they had maybe uh, closed their doors and so went to the board and said, we got to do something. And here we are now. I love it. Megan Sturgis, Sam Phil, CEO of President of Junior Achievement of Greater Kansas City. Thank you so much for coming on the Grill Nation show. And congratulations on all your success. Thank you so much, Jason. We really appreciate it. And thank you to the listeners for joining us today. We will see you again next week. Have a great day and take care. We'll talk soon. Doing all right.